Welcome to the Circle of Influence podcast, where our goal is to inspire and promote positive and candid conversations around the social, financial, and relationship issues affecting women. Our goal is to create an enabling and supportive culture for all brown girls to learn, be empowered, thrive, and prosper. Hosted by your homegirl Kay and B. Chanel. everybody, it's your homegirl Kay and on this week's episode of Circle of Influence, I will be discussing shedding your superwoman status. Um, so yesterday I was having a conversation with some of my colleagues and the topic arose about how this particular individual was tired of being strong all the time. And I was like, yeah, I was just talking to someone about that same thing the other day because so many things were going on. It's like, I have to figure everything out. And so it really, really resonated in my mind. And I came home and I just gave it a lot of thought. And I'm like, I feel like I have to speak to that because I'm tired of being superwoman. As I did some research, uh, I looked at like the history of black women. Um, We've always been known as strong women. We've always been known as achievers, overcomers, and just all these things. And that's just because of what we've had to endure as a culture. Um, So I looked at the first depiction of a black woman. One of the first depictions of a black woman was the Mammy stereotype. Um, So for those of you who don't know, Mammy was kind of like the caretaker. Uh, She was the woman. She basically took care of the home while the man worked. She took care of the children, her children, everybody's children. Um, She was the cooker. She did all these things. And so... Then we decided that, no, we can do more than just cook and clean and take care of of our home. Um, Then I saw where there was a reference to Jezebel. And so because black women are known as being curvaceous and very voluptuous, we became known in a hypersexual uh, way because of our physical body. And so it's like, that's what we became known for. We became sex objects and things of that nature. And then we evolved from that. It's like, no, we don't cook all the time. We don't clean all the time. We're educated. We're smart. We can do all these things. We're powerful. And then we became this angry black woman. So we we have really censored ourselves. We don't say things because we don't always want to appear as though we're angry. So in trying to combat being all those things, we became superwoman. So in becoming superwoman, we have to act like we always have it together and that we don't crack under pressure 
And I have to say, that is me to the core. Um, it's just like a really, really weird pride and tension that's attached to always having it together. And I feel as though I think that now we are becoming more aware that we're not superwoman and we're deciding that we cannot no longer that we can no longer live up to this stereotype that we can do all these things. And of course, in this day and age, society and all these external cues have told us who we're supposed to be like social media Everyone, you know, looks happy, like they're having a time of their life. Everyone is educated. Everyone has this fam- this perfect family, this husband and the wife, the son and the daughter, and everybody's just doing well. But the truth of the matter is that sometimes is a cape. And under that cape, and I'm just speaking for myself, like I... Sometimes I feel as though I'm buckling, I'm tired, I'm broken sometimes, I'm bruised, and I just really feel as though I can't do it anymore. And so um, I have invested in therapy, I have a coach, and one thing that they have all assured me and people that I have met throughout this life is that you're not alone. And you have to understand that trying to do all of these things is going to kill you. And it's impossible sometimes just to live up to these expectations. People like to say, black don't crack. Well, one thing that my therapist said to me is, yes, black does crack. It doesn't crack from the outside. It cracks from the inside out. And if you don't understand that, that is why we have such, such high instances of heart disease, diabetes, um, heart attacks, like so many. That's why those disease and those comorbidities are higher in the black community, because we have been taught to suppress all these emotions, to internalize how we are truly feeling and I have to say, over the last couple of months, I fall right into that category of suppressing how I truly feel about a lot of things that I have been dealing with to the point where I had to seek a cardiologist because I was under so much stress and anxiety about things that I had absolutely no control over. And those things were affecting me in a way that it affected my health and it affected my life. And um, when you have the cape on, you you just don't even realize that you have issues. And, and when I was going through those things, I was like, okay, God, like, I really feel like I'm about to have a nervous breakdown. And then I was like, God, no, I can't do this right now. Like I have too many things on my plate. I have too many things that I have to do. I don't have time to be breaking down. I don't have time to fall apart. And it's like, well, you need to get it together. Like you're going to have to take this cape off. But in that moment, I don't think I even really realized it until I really was faced with some health issues as it relates to trying to be superwoman. 
So now I'm in this place like, okay, what now? What am I supposed to be doing now? And for those of you who may be experiencing or going through something like the superwoman, let me let me just kind of give you some examples or some things that you should pay attention when it comes to yourself. Um, we have this notion, number one, that we have to be strong and we have to be powerful. Great. But there is a kryptonite that will break you down. There will always be something that will show you that it's stronger than you. And we can't we can't fight everything and we can't win every single battle. Uh, Secondly, we have this obligation to suppress our emotions. Um, and when I talk about these things, like I'm not saying what someone else told me, like these, these are my real life experience. Like people don't see me sweat. You don't see me break under pressure. You, uh, I always look like I have it together, even though everything around me could be literally falling apart. I don't let people see that. And that is a part of that superwoman. Um, I used to tell like some of my coworkers, when we're at work, sometimes I will always brag and say, you know, I don't understand why people just get so upset and just so bent out of shape about things. Like, I mean, I'm always calm, cool and collected. Like I, I really don't crack under pressure. And I boasted that. But looking at it now, I may not have cracked then, but I internalized so many things and that burden and that weight you carry with you. The third thing, um, we don't like to be dependent on others. Um, being dependent on other people makes it makes me feel as though I'm being extremely vulnerable. And so once again, I had to look back as to the things that I experienced growing up. One thing, we we were always given things. And I had this conversation with a good girlfriend of mine a couple of weeks ago. And she made me realize it's okay to ask people for help. Um, and I have always, I don't, I didn't want to be looked at as a charity case. So because people gave and they did so much for me growing up and we were always like giving handouts, I refuse in this day and age, no matter how much I may need help, it's really, really, it was, I'll say, hard for me to ask someone to help me. And once again, that is definitely you trying to be superwoman. Um, The fourth idea would be this this whole motivation to succeed against all odds. Um, Everything for me goes back to how I was raised and the things that I experienced. And it's like, you have to overcome those things. Like you have to be successful. You have to be great because people expect you not to be. So you have to prove these people wrong. And that giant alone, it makes you do it because you want to make sure people don't say, I I didn't expect her to do much anyway. You want to exceed everyone's expectation. So your motivation becomes 
proving everybody wrong. And that's a giant within itself. The last idea would be that it's my responsibility to put others before myself. I am infamous for putting the needs of everyone else before myself. And my idea is as long as the people around me are happy and as long as the people around me are good, then I'm good. But deep down inside, was I really good? Am I really good? No, I'm not. Like, sometimes we carry this heavy burden or we carry the heavy cross of everybody else. And and that's just their problems, not to mention the things that we are dealing with ourselves. So it's like, okay, okay, now that you're aware of all of these things and I'm just really on this journey about just trying to live my best life and my best life means that me being whole and complete as best that I can and just adding value and finding my purpose in the world. And I, I keep saying that I'm not attached to a person. I'm not attached to um, a job, a friend. I'm not attached to anything. The only thing that I have attached myself now is to the purpose. And so me trying to attach myself to a purpose at this point in my life is caused me to really start unpacking this ideology that I have it all together. It's okay to fall apart. It's okay to not have it all together. Growing up, you never... My grandmother was the type of person, you, you didn't leave her house unpresentable. Um, she always, and despite everything that we went through, we always were taught to make sure you always put your best foot forward. And that is something that I have carried to this day. So I tell people, um, very rarely will you not see me not having it all together, unless you're probably in the comfort of my home. More, most times you'll see me always trying to present as though I have it all together. And it's hard. It's hard and it's, it's really, really frustrating sometimes. And now it's just like, whatever you give people, this is who I am, accept me how I am. And, and that's just it. And it's really crazy because more people gravitate to that realness and you meeting people where they are opposed to this idea that you have it all together. I don't have it all together. I make terrible decisions sometimes only because I refuse to even ask for opinions. I just make the decision and I suffer with the consequences of it later. So I am working with a business and life coach And she has like legit asked me some really, really tough questions and making me more self-aware of my cape. Um, My inability to shake off this black woman, it is just like, okay, you cannot pour from an empty cup all the time. Stop trying to be so strong for everybody. Now I'm more aware of what causes my stress. And I realized that I do not have to set myself on fire to keep others warm. And I'm okay with that. I just feel as though we as black women 
have to stop taking on everybody, everyone else's problems. And we have to realize our own humanness and protect ourselves. So in my research and me just kind of reading a little bit about just this whole idea that we think we're black superwomen or we think that we're superwoman, period. One thing that I would just suggest to anyone is therapy. I know growing up, and it's crazy because I just talked to someone else about this as well, and how frowned upon therapy was. Growing up, we were very, we were raised in a a spiritual home. So you were taught to pray about everything, which is true. Yes, you should pray before you make any decisions. But I also feel as though God gives you people and resources as well. So I went to therapy. I think we started therapy as a family maybe about 15 years ago. And then over the last couple of years, um, through some other experiences, it led me to therapy again. And this time it was me by myself unpacking my suitcase. And it was so beneficial for me. And it really, really exposed how I make decisions based on my life experiences, the things that I saw, the things that I was taught, the hurt that I experienced, the happiness that I experienced, the pain, everything that has happened to you on your journey of life has influenced the decisions that you're making now. So that that's the number one tip for me would be to invest in therapy or and, and and your therapist definitely needs to be someone that's that's neutral, that's objective and has no stake in your life race. They, if you do well in life, it's not I mean, they can attribute to some of it, but they have no stake in it. The next thing I would say is you really have to start eating right, getting proper sleep and exercise. I have uh, eliminated so many things from my diet just because I'm getting older and I wish that I did these things kind of earlier, but I feel better. Um, I'm getting proper rest, exercise. After I exercise, I feel better. I have much more. I have much better mental clarity. So those things are very important. The third thing I would say is learn how to set limits and understand that no is a complete sentence. We have to say no to our family. We have to say no to our job. We have to say no to our children. We have to say no to our friends. And guess what? We have to say no to ourselves. It's so funny because I haven't been eating breads. I, I wasn't eating meat, but I, I have started back eating like seafood and uh, chicken. So I still have stayed away pretty much from junk food and sweets, desserts. So I was in the grocery store today and for some reason I want white chocolate covered pretzels. I don't know why I have been wanting them. I've never really eaten those things like that before. But all of a sudden, like today, I wanted them. So I walked around the store. I was upset because I wanted plums and I couldn't find them. 
So I had nothing in my basket and I felt as though I needed to buy something. I needed to have something. I literally walked around the grocery store at least three times and I saw a section that said healthy section. And so I'm walking down this sec this section and I turn around and it's chocolate covered um, pretzels. And I was like, mm-hmm, I'm supposed to have these. And I was like, I'll be okay. And I put them in my basket and I proceed to check out. And as I was walking up, I'm like, you don't need these. Like, no. And I literally put the basket down, grabbed my keys and I left. And it's like, you know the journey that you're on. No, you have to learn how to be disciplined and mean your no. The last thing I'll say is when we set our boundaries, we're setting them so that you can be okay. It's nothing wrong with being superwoman, but you have to learn that all heroes need time to recharge, refuel, rejuvenate, and they have to be okay to strike that balance. I hope that something resonated with you um, in this message this week, but I definitely want you to look at your life and figure out ways that you can start taking your cape off. It's okay to be strong. It's okay to be powerful. Honestly, taking your cape off sometimes does not make you less than. If you want to put your best foot forward, you have to recognize when you are not taking care of yourself. Hope that everyone has had a great week and we will see you next week. Bye. searching for the perfect planner with a place to be encouraged and inspired and keep your life and family organized? Well, look no further. The Purpose Planner provides a place to set goals, to be reminded to take care of yourself, and to keep up with those little things that you sometimes forget to do. The Purpose Planner is designed specifically to also remind you to live with purpose. For ordering information, visit Etsy.com and search One Purpose Planner.